This is producer Michael Miracle. Thanks for listening to the I Work For Him podcast. Be sure to check out our website at iworkforhim.com. That's iwork4him.com for all of our past shows and podcasts, plus Jim's blogs, reading recommendations, and tons of great I Work For Him resources. All available at iworkforhim.com. And now, today's broadcast. You've tuned into the fastest one hour in Christian talk radio. Turn on the afterburners. Hold on. Because there is so much cool stuff going on around here. I can't wait for you to hear what the Lord has been doing. But thanks for tuning in to iWork for Him this afternoon as you listen to us in the radio right here in Tampa Bay, but on iHeartRadio and Let's Talk Faith.com, hearing us across the world. And of course, the podcast, the rebroadcast on iTunes, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. However, you're hearing the show today, just know. I've prayed. I'm alone in the studio today. I got people calling in from all across the country, but I prayed that something we say today will cause you to dig deeper into your faith, into hearing the voice of the Lord regarding your calling, understanding that your workplace, it's your mission field. And in that mission field, you and me, we may be the only Jesus our coworkers and employees may ever meet. The job that you hold, the people that you work with, none of that is by chance. The people that you work with, they need to meet Jesus, and you may be their only chance. You know, we just finished the 40 Days of Love Challenge. How did you do? Are you prepared to love on your neighbor now all year long, beyond the 40 days? Wasn't it amazing to see how you can make a difference with just a little intentionality with our love? And then, how are you doing with that shift to adopting the prayer, care, share Lifestyle promoted by Love 2020 and I work for him. Are you praying for those you work alongside? Praying with them when you see they're having a bad day? Are you caring for those you spend every day with? Serving them and befriending them? Are you looking for a God-given, Holy Spirit-anointed time to share the hope that you have with you and Jesus? That's what we're going to hear about. We're going to hear about stories like that from across the country. We've got Kathy Brenzel back with us from Love 2020, and we got Chris Vanetti also joining us today. These guys wrote this devotional 40 Days of Love that we're going to give away today. Kathy, Chris, welcome back to I Work For Him. Hi, Jim. Hey, Jim. Good to be back. I can't wait to hear the stories. You know, it's been about 90 days since we talked about the 40 Days of Love right here on I Work For Him. I can't wait to hear the stories. And... and Kathy, I know you're coming back from from like two weeks in in quiet as you were pre- finishing up your latest book. Did you get it done? Um, almost. Okay. <laughs> you're, you're, I know you're running out of days before you head off across the world, so I know you got to get that stuff. So we'll make sure we get you in and out in an hour today. Then. No, we're great. Chris Vanetti, you just got back from. Can we say where you came back from? You can. Yes. Okay, you just came back from Albania. That's right. Which coach from Cheers made Albania famous? Did you know that? <laughs> Remind me. He, he he had to memorize like all the the countries in Eastern Europe, and he made a song about Albania because because <laughs> it's on the Adriatic, right? Albania is on the Adriatic, it right? Is. Right. It is and he sung Adriatic. a song about that on Cheers. Okay, all right. Enough about that. <laughs> Not that Cheers, well, Cheers was all about great relationships, which is what we need to do in order to lead people to Christ. Cheers was a phenomenal example, minus the alcohol and the everything else. Okay, backing off of that truck platform, that one could get Doing me in trouble. Doing life together. We all, need, we all need people to do life with, yes. Uh, all right, so let's let's just hear really quickly from where you guys, Chris, from Albania. Talk to me yeah. about how did you see the Lord working and moving in the lives of everyday believers in Albania? 
Well, this was an amazing trip. This is actually our third time there in the last several years going to Albania. We have something we call a, a Christ-like lifestyle training, and we've actually connected that with the 40 Days of Love. We offer that training in different areas around the world. And so that's the original thing that we were invited in for was to share this Christ-like training. It's basically personal intimacy with the Lord, and then how does my personal intimacy with the Lord carry over into my marriage and family, into my workplace, or wherever God has me, my neighborhood. And so we were training on that, but then we also shared testimonies of the 40 Days of Love. They had done it last year in Albania, and we had representatives from all across the Balkan nations. And so we praised God that they, actually the leader of the group got up at the end and he said, what, do we, what would you say if we did a Balkan-wide 40 Days of Love? And so we already have uh, representatives from six nations in the Balkans signed up to join with us in 2018. Hey, what are those dates in 2018? Let's get started talking about Let's go. Yeah, it's it's September 9th through October 18th. Okay. All right. Wow, we got something to look forward to now. All right, that's cool. Amen. All right, so (laughs) Kathy, you know, you're always talking to so many people, and you you get a heartbeat for what the Lord's doing nationwide all the time. And I know you've been in a closet for a couple of weeks writing, but what have you heard about what's the Lord doing in in and around you recently? Well, um, I actually, like, spent the last uh, 10 days on the road and uh, so, so fun to get to talk to different people. We also got some reports this morning on our Love 2020 team call. And, I mean, everything from what was going on in the neighborhood to um, uh, our uh, one of our staff people, Leslie, her church did this All Serve LA project that they do. They did 65 projects across Los Angeles last weekend. And... We're talking a prison ministry. We've heard from people who continue um, are continuing to work with the homeless. Uh, just it's one of those things where when they started loving, it was like, okay, so the calendar turned, but oh, this is what we're supposed to be doing. This is what we were made to do, and so we're getting stories from uh, people whose eyes were open to people they didn't realize were their quote unquote neighbors. Um, migrant workers, uh, seasonal situations, and so, you know, looking forward into November and December, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and winter, people are going, uh, you know, what are we going to do next, and what are we going to continue to do? It's been amazing. Mm. Mm. I I love that, and the Lord is doing such amazing things, and I want you guys both to know that Martha and I have now modified the I Work For Him Nation Challenge and put it into the categories, prayer, care, share. Work and disciple. We had to add those two in there because you know. But but we're, it is. We will now. We are now aligned. Just wanted you to know. I'm just Amen. like I'm just like pumped. I wish I could tell you guys why I'm so pumped. <laughs> I had the most amazing two hour meeting with the local ministry that has reaches all over the country, and I am pumped about what God is doing. Yeah. I'm so excited. All right, so Chris, I know we only have you for a half an hour today. I want to hear fresh off the 40 Days of Love challenge. Just give everybody a brief review of what's the challenge all about, and then. I need to hear. Tell me some really cool stuff that went on in Florida. Amen. Well, so the 40 days of love is really 40 days of praying, 40 days of looking for opportunities to care for the people around us, and then looking for opportunities to share the good news of Jesus, just really wherever we are. It's not a set time. It's not a uh, some program. It's really to be lifestyle that is that was our heart with it that the 40 days becomes a lifestyle of love um part one of the ways we package is it 
start with a first love, return to that first love. So within the 40 days, we had the first 10 days set apart as a time to really seek the Lord and, and allow His love to consume us. You know, we can only give to others what we're walking in ourselves. And so the first 10 days, we encourage people to really press into a deeper intimacy with the Lord. If there's been any diminishing in that, uh, just letting the Lord bring a fresh awakening to our own hearts, any compromise that we might have allowed into our lives. It's a time to just lay that down, uh, turn away from it and turn into Him. And then the, the final 30 days, really being a time of being His hands and feet, His lips and tongue to to bless the world around us. Uh, I'll, I'll start by some of the testimonies in Florida. We've actually had a flood of testimonies just in the last few days. I am just back from Albania, and so we are just now trying to collect testimonies from the 30 or so cities around the U.S. that participated. Just a few of those cities, we had representatives from Chicago, Indianapolis, Iowa, Kentucky, Mississippi, New York City, Washington State. We had about 14, 15 cities in Southern California that participated. Awesome. And then in many, many different areas in the state of Florida. I'll, sh I'll start with just a few here in Florida because I was hands-on for some of that, was able to witness some of these firsthand. Uh, one of the things we did during the first 10 days, we had corporate times of worship, prayer, and prayer walking. Uh, and we rotated around the city. We didn't uh, just keep it in one location. Every single night was at a different location. And sometimes it was inside buildings. Sometimes it was out on the streets and just prayer walking. Uh, one of those, I can just say, just by, I, I didn't get to all, uh, I think we did 11 nights in a row. I didn't get to every single one of them, but I got to a lot of them. It was amazing to see the denominational diversity, ethnic diversity. There was just this unity, the sense of we're all seeking God to love our city together. So, Kathy Branzell, talk to me about the you guys, you and Chris did a, a, a devotional, 40 Days of Love. How? What kind of feedback did you get about the devotional during the 40 Days of Love? <laughs> We heard, I heard all kinds of cool comments. A group in uh, central Georgia uh, sent me an email, and they were talking about how um, they had gone to some other churches and wondered if it would be okay if they, like, did kind of this tag-teaming 40 days, and that the book had inspired them into this lifestyle to, to just really see how simple it is. You know, Chris and I wanted to make sure that everybody first experienced the love of Jesus Christ, but then also learned how simple it is to express it. And so many times we get to thinking, oh, well, we got to form a committee, and we need a giant team, and we've got to get permission, <laughs> and then we need a strategic plan and a giant whiteboard, which I love. I just and, got indigestion when you said all that it, stuff. It takes more than 40 days <laughs> to plan, you know, it's a day of love, but that's not true. And so um, <laughs> what we kept hearing over and over again was um, how simple it was um, and they were so grateful that we just made it simple. And also um, another piece was that we wrote out the prayer. So in the prayer care share piece, I started prayer prompts for every day. I love doing that. You notice I never say amen um, in the book because it's supposed to just get you up and going in prayer and, and having this conversation with God and listening to Him. And um, so there were several people who wrote, and I was with the National Day of Prayer uh, coordinators this last weekend, and... Um, 
just because people want to be taught how to pray. There's this, I'm going to say the wrong thing. I'm going to pray for the wrong thing. I'm scared to pray out loud. And so one of my heart's desires is just to help teach people to pray. I love that. And we're going to give away a copy of the 40 Days of Love Prayer Care Shared Devotional right after the bottom of the half hour. All right, back to you, Chris Vanetti. As you were starting to share some of the really cool stories of how people put their faith into action during the 40 Days of Love Challenge right here in Florida, you said you got more stories from Florida so far. Share one of those stories. Share another one of those stories. Yes. Okay. Amen. There's so many. God, give me grace. (laughs) Pick the right ones. Uh, I just heard this one this afternoon, like about an hour or so before this show. A pastor was saying the 40, he's a pastor who works with a lot of college students. And they're uh, trying to reach out to a place called Full Sail University, Media Mm -hmm. College here in Orlando. And this is what he said as he brought it to his students. He said, the 40 Days of Love has created an atmosphere of being more intentional in reaching out. It has continued. It is not an event. It is living on mission. And he just started sharing testimonies of how they are now, I mean, we're now, we're technically past the 40 days of love, but it's still uh, going. And they're meeting, they're praying, they're going out. Uh, we prayer walked Full Sail University. I was with them, with these students. Many of them had never done anything like this before in their life. It was kind of a big step of faith to go out onto their campus and just start praying. And it was just amazing. As we're walking, God starts burdening the hearts of these students. They start seeing their fellow students on the campus, many of whom don't know the Lord, and they started breaking off into pairs. There'd be a a pair of students who'd go over to another student, a pair of the prayer walking students would walk over to one of their classmates, strike up a conversation, look for opportunities to pray for them or care for them or share with them. Before we got to the end of the walk, almost all of the students had dispersed all over the campus. (laughs) And by the time they get back, there were all kinds of testimonies and stories of things that God had had done. This same group then on one of the other nights of prayer, uh, after the the worship and prayer inside the building, they went out into, if you know, the International Drive area of Orlando, the Orlando Eye. They went out into that area, and they just began to worship the Lord openly in a parking lot there. (laughs) And as people were coming by, some people joined in the worship. Some people uh, off said, you know, I'd like to be prayed for. Uh, so God is just, just was moving among these students powerfully during this time frame that the pastor just shared with me today. He said, I feel like there's just a move of God's Spirit among the students right now. That That's- is exciting. That is super exciting. And the iDrive area. I mean, on iDrive in Orlando, literally, you can see people from 100 nations. I mean, it is yes. it is one of the most, it is reason, is called International Drive. It is the <laughs> most international place in Florida. And maybe yeah. in, in the world, because everybody, all airplanes fly to Orlando from all over the world. Because Mickey is so popular. All right. Kathy, I know that in some email exchanges, Chris said, okay, Kathy, have you heard some stories outside of Florida? What are some really cool things that people did during the 40 Days of Love Challenge. What did you hear? Um, Lots of stories. One of them I keep thinking about uh, that's really touched my heart is um, this group of, uh, in a neighborhood, this group of moms that wanted to reach out to single moms. 
And so um, just within within their neighborhood and then expanding, they um, started looking for, started trying to find out at their kids' school, you know, who um, who were the single moms and did they need any help? Did they need help with child care, you know, while they're working? Did they need help um, in, in all different ways? Did they just need someone to be their friend? And so I just think that's huge when you... Um, when God puts a specific um, situation or a specific person on your heart, and um, you know, Mother Teresa used to say, if you could see uh, the desperation and the hurting of others, you would get on your knees and thank God for the abundance in your life. And and so this whole thing with the single moms has turned into this mentoring, has turned into these friendships, have turned into how do we help you through the holidays, and um, it's just changing lives. I think that's um, miraculous. So, Chris, when you launched this last year in Orlando, and now you've seen it start to spread across the globe, and you look forward to next year, September 9th through October 18th, 2018, what is your hope for as people that have experienced the 40 Days of Love Challenge and are looking at it again today going, wait a minute, but I could do that year-round. What is your hope and prayer for this movement? Amen. My hope and prayer would be along the lines of lifestyle, that word lifestyle, that people would really begin to take this in, that the 40 days just becomes a springboard to a lifestyle, that people, what they experience during those 40 days, that they begin to realize, you know, this should be my life all the time. And as, uh, you know, we've just so many testimonies of people that during those 40 days, because there was this sense of camaraderie and many people doing it all together, that it caused people to be willing to step out of their comfort zone. But maybe stepping out of my comfort zone is as simple as saying to the person in the cubicle next to me at work, you know, hey, I see you're kind of walking through a tough time right now. Is there any way I could pray for you? You know, maybe mm-hmm. that's stepping out of the, your comfort zone for some. Maybe for others, it's, you know, boldly sharing your testimony of how Jesus has impacted your life. But just getting tastes of that at different times for a 40-day period that people would say, you know, hey, I want to commit to this as my the totality of my lifestyle. I don't want to let another day go by where I'm not walking this out. That would be my heart's desire. And can people go out to the 40daysoflove.net website and read some of these stories, read some of what has gone on in the last 40 days? Yes, the Facebook page is where we are typically posting those updates. And then on that website you just mentioned, 40daysoflove.net, at the bottom of the home page is the link to the Facebook page. Or you can just go to facebook.com backslash 40daysoflove. Okay. And that's where we've been put. Like there's some visual pictures of that gathering in Albania that I mentioned. Uh, we just posted that yesterday. That's fantastic. Uh, so that's that's kind of the spot where we're trying to keep people updated on testimonies. And if you have a testimony, please feel free to share it on there. We would we'd love to help get that out. 40 Days of Love on Facebook or 40daysoflove.net and click on the Facebook icon. Chris Vanetti, thanks for sharing from your heart. Thanks for jumping on the air after <laughs> just jumping off an airplane. When we come back, lots more with Kathy Branzell about the Love 2020 movement. What's going on and how do you get involved? We've got a, we're, people. We only got three years left. You listen to I Work For Him with your host, Jim Brangenberg, as we talk with Chris Vanetti and Kathy Branzell about the 40 Days of Love. Check it out online while we're on the break, 40daysoflove.net. Thank you again, Chris. Appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks, Jim. All right. Kathy Branzell. Yes, sir. I want to hear 
what the Lord is doing. I want to hear, I mean, you've been now in charge of the Love 2020 movement, which is is all about bringing an intentional touch of Christ's love to the people in our lives. And we talk about that intentional, bringing that intentional love into the workplace to the 156 million people that go to work every day that don't know Christ. How is the Love 2020 movement going? What, what, what's been the highlight so far in a year and a half? Oh, wow. Um, yeah, you only get one. Sorry. <laughs> okay, then the radio show, for sure. But seriously, what I, what I have loved, what has been a highlight, is taking all the different parts of ministry. I mean, you and I do show after show after show. Um, I was just thinking back the other night, all the different people we've had on and why. You know, back to Mark Snowden when we talked about orality and how we're storytellers and how that equips people in the workplace to realize you don't have to sit and memorize the thou's, you know, and thy's of the Bible, but it's a conversation when you share what Jesus means to you and when you share even Bible stories that you can just talk like a normal human being and have a conversation of, oh, you know what, that that, that really reminds me of, or, you know, I was reading this verse the other day and it just kind of applies to your situation too. And, you know, those kind of things. Uh, we've had our friends from PureFlix on and they've put out a plethora of great movies this last year that just spark a conversation. And so it, it, uh, all the different ideas, the resources from our friend Ford Taylor and Oz Hillman and, and that group, uh, all the different things that we just bring into our lifestyle, bring into our workplace where God says, I've made it so simple for you to love me and love your neighbor as I've loved you. And and that's, that has been probably the most fun is just seeing the light bulb go on over people's heads of, really, it's that, it's that simple, and then going and doing it. Well, and that's really what your 40 Days of Love Prayer Care Share devotional does for people. It really introduces them into that intentional lifestyle of living out their faith wherever they go during the day, whether they happen to be a stay-at-home mom or maybe they maybe they're maybe they're a used car salesperson, maybe they're maybe they're a janitor, maybe they're an executive, maybe they're anywhere in between in an organization, no matter what they do each and every day, learning to live out that lifestyle of prayer care and share it's an amazing thing and it really and and before i knew those neat words that rhymed that's what the lord led me to do behind the wheel of my minivan that now has 251,000 miles on it as i drove from the beach to orlando every day for work for almost five years the lord just told me i gotta you gotta start praying for the people that you work alongside and their spouses and their children and then you got to just show them love in ways that they never experienced before and then when you get an opportunity when they're having a rough day pray with them and then share why and that's the lord led me through that pathway the prayer care share lifestyle before i met you so it's natural but when you see kathy branzell when you see people put this into their lives and they come back and they talk to you a year later what are they telling you Mostly about the joy um, that, now no, don't get me wrong, it's not easy. It, it's simple, but it's not always easy because you'll get some pushback. There, there will be people who take advantage of you, and there will be people who mock you, and there will be people who push you away, but you just keep on keeping on. You just do what the Lord requires of you, and... And he takes care of the rest. We are not responsible. I think that's maybe one of the hardest lessons I had to learn. Um, you know, maybe some of the lowest points in ministry is to, to have to learn the hard lesson that I'm not responsible for people's responses. 
Mm. That I'm not responsible even for the people around me, the people on my team, the people in my own home. You know, I'm going to stand accountable to God and he's going to say, what'd you do with what I gave you? And, and, um, and so to just keep, no matter what, no matter what people's responses are, even if they mock you, keep loving them. Even if they, um, are cruel to you, keep loving them, forgive, you know, 70 times seven and, and keep loving you. And so what's been fun is to hear as people understand that the, the whole 40 days of love was just an exercise in obedience because God commands us to love over 55 times in the New Testament alone. And we all want to be obedient. And he's like, you know, he, he's made it so simple. He's made it so sweet. Go love. And, um, and so what's been fun is as people catch on to this lifestyle where an exercise becomes a habit and a habit becomes a lifestyle, the joy the jump out of bed, this is why I'm here, and especially in the workplace, understanding that no matter where you are, what you do, you are in full-time ministry right where God has you, and that's your destiny. You're a chaplain there, and you're fulfilling a purpose, a kingdom purpose, whether you're a custodian or um, an accountant. Hmm. You are fulfilling a piece of the kingdom, and that's huge. When you look at why God picked you to be part of this, to run this movement in our country to the, with the potential of touching 156 million people. When you look at the fact that God reached out and said, Kathy, I'm going to put you in charge of the Love 2020 movement here in the United States of America because of your prayer lifestyle, because you your connection to the National Day of Prayer, so much of that really gave you the connections to do this. Why do you think now, 18 months into this, a little over 18 months into this, do you think the Lord picked you for this position? Well, it, it, you're going to think I'm joking, but I'm serious. I mean, the whole First Corinthians one twenty-seven, you know, God chooses the foolish things of the world, you know, to confound the wise, and he chooses the weak, um, you know, to confuse the strong. And I thought, okay, well, my resume, I got that foolish and weak. Um, but it's really that... Uh, without him, I'm nothing, and with him, we can be everything that he designed us to be, and I am blessed beyond measure with the number of relationships I have. I love people. I see the image of God in every person, and I hope that I love them that way, and so I think that God took my heart um, in prayer ministry and um, in a prayer lifestyle, and that he allowed... um, he allowed expansion, you know. He he gives you more territory. You, you, when you're faithful with the little, he gives you more. So and, um, how, how has this position um, yeah. transformed you personally? Yeah, in, in a lot of ways. Just to really go and share the message of Jesus Christ, to go and make disciples has been huge. Uh, to see people in a different way, to realize that we're blessed. Um, and, and you know, you know me pretty well, and I just said, you know, Christmas trees went up in the Brandell house this weekend. I wasn't kidding, um, because we live this crazy lifestyle that it was put them up this weekend or they don't go up. And we want to keep December sacred. We want to, um, 
make sure that all of December is all about Jesus and that we're not wearing ourselves out, that we're not fatigued and, and frantic. And so we just made this decision that uh, Christmas decorations would go up. And and so one of the things we've had to do is also be very deliberate, be very deliberate in my marriage, uh, you know, because we travel so much and uh, be deliberate in our relationships with our families, with our friends, within our church, uh, and especially in our relationship with Jesus, because just because you work in ministry, that doesn't count as your quiet time, that doesn't count as your prayer life, that doesn't count as your personal relationship, that's still a profession. And so um, it's made me very deliberate and quite the organizer. (laughs) I'm sure. And, yep. Very few people travel as much as you and Russ. There's no question about that. Listen, ladies and gentlemen out there listening to I Work For Him today, yes, we're live in Tampa Bay, and I'm so thankful that you're, you're tuning in. And as we broadcast across from sea to shining sea and across the fruited plain and around the globe, the Love 2020 challenge is a challenge we all need to take. As Christ followers, it's really pretty much what we signed up for. When we surrendered our lives to Christ, we, we surrendered to becoming more like Him. Jesus lived this lifestyle. The prayer, care, share lifestyle, that was Jesus' lifestyle. That's where this all came from. Just in case you never figured that out, this is straight from the scriptures. And you and I, we don't really have an option. It's not an option like, well, I'm going to go all in for Jesus just outside of nine to five. No, this is our lifestyle. It is a matter of us being transformed from the inside to stop copying the behaviors and customs of this world, but being transformed by being transformed by changing the very way we think. Love 2020 and the movement to bring an authentic touch of Christ to our workplaces by 2020. It, there's 156 million people out there who don't know Jesus that you may be their only chance. So take it seriously. Go out to Love 2020 and, and check it out or or get a copy of this devotional, 40daysoflove.net, great place to go. Kathy, as we look at 2018, there's only three years left. I mean, there's so there's so much, and we're, and the, and the wave is still building. I know it's exciting. The wave is still building. What what kind of big highlight? You know, give me highlight reel kind of stuff for what you guys are going to do at Love 2020 to explode this in front of millions of people. Well, we're going to keep connecting and collaborating with other ministries. Relationship is really key to this. I believe that God has given us all that we need. Um, to complete the Great Commission, but unfortunately, many times in, in churches and ministries, we silo off, and, um, you know, we, we get this little kingdom mentality of my, or we just think, uh, I'm the only one, you know, we get the Elijah syndrome, and, and, and God has given us so many great ministries, great people, great churches, great pastors, uh, you know, from neighborhood to neighborhood and coast to coast. Um, that he's put something in their heart. He's put a work, put them at, at a workplace for such a time as this with uh, the people that he's put them there, and and we just act as a giant puzzle that brings kingdom come will be done. And so we're going to continue to to bring puzzle pieces together, connecting people, connecting projects, connecting ministries, connecting churches. So that the work gets done, so it's sustainable, and people don't get exhausted and burned out. So that resources are shared. Um, you know, we Nick Hall, our CEO of Mission America Coalition, was on with me last month, and he talked about the Together 2018 event. 
Uh, he starts his Winter Jam 60 City Tour tomorrow. And uh, we're just going to get out there and talk to as many people as we can and equip as many people as we can to share the love of Jesus through Perker Share Lifestyle. Are you going to you know, put on your ripped-up skinny jeans and whatever casual clothes that they do when they go to Winter Jam? And do you get to travel with Nick and go to some of these and, and share the Love 2020 movement? I mean, do you get to do any of that? Uh, we have a team going. I'm sure that I will be with Nick on some occasions and we'll be... Uh, together twenty together twenty eighteen in Dallas next October, but um, I've got enough to do that I don't need to do a sixty city tour. No, not all so sixty cities. I want to see you go to. Oh, well, yeah, <laughs> skinny ripped up jeans. That's what yeah. That's what people. Well, because he's talking them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So, I, I think one of the things I really want to do. I know we wanted to talk about Samaritan's Purse, but and I want to do that yes, Operation please. Christmas Child. But but if, but before we do that, I want to describe for people what the prayer care share lifestyle looks like let's draw some word pictures because because okay. i think I, I just we need the people need to know this is really just a practical lifestyle a, a way of living yep. so for you and let's just talk to everybody in their workplaces no matter what that workplace may be what does yep. the prayer part of this look like all right so it can begin even as you drive to work and you start thinking about the people that you work with your meetings for the day what's on your calendar and you just start praying over those and, and you open your eyes and you open your ears to the people around you. I mean, standing in line for coffee, uh, getting on an elevator. Uh, for me, sitting at an airport gate, people talk very loud. And, it's, <laughs> and I'm sorry, if you're going to talk on your cell phone loud, I'm going to listen. That's just, uh, that's who I am. And then I'm going to pray for you about whatever you're talking about. But, you know, just watching people's body language and, and seeing um, what's going on around you, who's not themselves, who's drawn in, who's overwhelmed, and and praying for them from the time you get up in the morning until, you know, you, you fall asleep. Well, and I want to add to that. I, you know, what when we put in the I Work For Him Nation Challenge, it, is that to pray for those you work alongside by name. By name. Yes. Now, obviously, yeah. if you're if you're eavesdropping into a telephone conversation at the airport, you're not necessarily going to know their names, and I, and I get that. But the people that we work along, that was just a jab. Sorry, I was just trying to be funny. Nobody's laughing. Nobody in the audience is laughing, Michael. Okay, so, but but in our workplaces, we know the people that we work with to be able to lift yep. them up to the Lord. And I just challenge people, one of the things that I did is you get to know them, and then you get to, do, if, do they have a spouse? Do they have children? Family? Yeah, yep. well, and pray for all of them. Exactly. And that you get an opportunity that you... have got life going on. Right, and, and yep. look for opportunities to pray that you and your family can connect up with them and their family, that whole, that whole right. care through the lifestyle. So let's jump to care. What does care look like for you as part of this lifestyle? Care can be anything from bringing somebody a cup of coffee, that would be fabulous, um, to just, uh, you know, checking in on them, uh, getting to know their family, going to lunch, asking questions. uh, Can I help you out with anything? It's it's the servant-minded, what do I have that I can give that they need? Sometimes it's just a smile. It's a positive attitude in the workplace. You know, I mean, all of you can think of that person when they walk in the room, the atmosphere changes. So be a culture creator of joy. Bring, bring in uh, Jesus, you know, into your workplace, knowing that uh, he is your confidence and he is your equipper and whatever you need, you know, the, the, the Holy Spirit does the work when you yield to him. And so bring love into 
um, into your workplace. But some people need a casserole. You know, love looks like a casserole because they're undergoing chemo or they're taking care of an ailing parent or they have a child with special needs or whatever it is. Everybody goes through something in life. And so listen out for the stories, look for life happening in people and go and meet a need there. Mm. And for those of you listening in the Midwest, when she said the word casserole, let me just interpret that's called a hot dish. Okay. <laughs> Bring your hot dish. That's right. Okay. And then the share part is really just looking for those opportunities when the door is open to share the hope that you have in Christ. It is yes. when you share what Christ has done in your life, people will listen. Yes. They can't refute it. They will not argue. They will not say, that did not happen. Well, they might say that, but you're like, Really? Are we being stupid today? But this whole prayer, care, share lifestyle <laughs> is something that every Christ follower should be demonstrating each and every day. And and it, but it is it's training. We need to train just like you train for a marathon. Which, by the way, the, the Christian lifestyle that is the marathon. It's something we just need to practice. And one of the greatest ways to practice at this time of year, well, I just went into commercial mode, is Good Operation job. Christmas Child, which we highlighted back yes. in September when we had an Operation Christmas Child recipient from 17 years ago in the studio with us with her teddy bear that she got 17 years ago that she still has and cherishes. Talk to me about why, Kathy Branzell, are you so excited about Operation Christmas Child? I love Operation Christmas Child. Go get a shoebox and start filling it up with things. You can go to Samaritan's Purse um, to their website, samaritanspurse.org and learn all about what you can and can't put in a shoebox. But I had the privilege, my son and I went to Ecuador um, back in 2012, I believe it was, 2012, 2013, somewhere in there. We went to Ecuador and got to distribute these shoeboxes. And we got to see firsthand what a small little box of toys and hygiene products mean to a child. And I'll never forget the very first box I gave out was to um, a young girl, probably about 12 years, not mm, probably close to 12 years old, and there was a stick of deodorant in the box. And she pulled that out and began sobbing. And so I thought maybe she didn't know what it was or she was disappointed or, you know, so we get this translator over and she tells the translator, I had been praying to Jesus for two months for deodorant. Oh and I was my. like, oh my gosh. Somebody take me to Walgreens right now. You know, I was just, I was ready to go clear a shelf. And all the kids would pull out their toothbrushes, all the things we take for granted. I mean, if I put a toothbrush in my kid's Christmas stocking, they'd probably be like, what? That's right. That's <laughs> right. That was, now, kids would go digging for that. And so it's you incredible. Can make a- I want, I want, we're running out of time. We're running out of time. So this is a great office project. If you want to really rally together the people that you work alongside, everybody can get in on this, but we're running out of time. Literally go out to Samaritan, go to Operation Christmas Child. I believe it's .org, but it could be .com. I can't remember. I didn't look it up before the show. Get out there and as a team, put together a bunch of shoeboxes because the collection date, I believe, is either next week week. or the, yeah, I mean, it's right up, but people's kids' lives are changed forever because not only do they get cool stuff that they'll remember forever and they get a plastic box that they'll be able to store stuff in but they'll also get the presentation of the gospel it's unbelievable kathy branzell with love 2020 thanks for being on the show today thanks so much all right we'll we'll talk soon have a good trip all right you've been listening to the i work rim radio show with your host jim brangenberg i'm a christ follower my workplace it's my mission field but ultimately i work for him